Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Golden Goal Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Tom. I'm afraid it's only me tonight. Sam is away. Um, he's unfortunately had to work late at his gym tonight, so um, it's just me taking you through uh, some Sky content today. Hopefully, we'll get him back next week to to chew the fat over over Sky. But yeah, unfortunately, you're stuck with little old me. Um, what else is there? I bought a ring light from Amazon for £6.50, the, the hefty sum of £6.50. Yeah, my bedroom's a little dark and dingy, as you may have noticed in previous pods. So, yeah, I've tried to improve the lighting situation a little bit. So, hopefully you can see me um, in a bit more clarity. But, yeah, usual usual score with this one, really. Take you through the Game Week 9 fixtures. I've pulled out some stats and some information that might be useful to everyone. Um, and what else have I done? Oh, I'll pull off your, your Twitter questions as well and we'll, we'll go through those. Um, so let's get right into it. You'll also notice actually that I've done um, a little revamp of the graphics just to make them um, a little bit more well, small, easy on the eye and a bit easier to fit more on the screen. Um, so hopefully you appreciate that. Leave a like and subscribe if you if you like the graphics. Okay, first up, Game Week 9 fixtures. So. It feels like football's been gone for a little while, and only we've only had one missing weekend. But I don't know about you guys, but I feel like football's been uh, been away for quite a while. Um, anyway, on Saturday the first, we've got the North London derby to kick us off. Arsenal at home to Tottenham. And we've got Southampton, Everton, Liverpool, Brighton, Fulham, Newcastle, Palace, and Chelsea, Bournemouth and Brentford, and then West Ham and Wolves. I mean, for me and my my team um, in terms of captaincies. Um, I've got Salah. Um, I've held him since um, the start of the season. I know he's not been in the best of form. Um, I think he left Egypt from the international break early to well, basically get a rest, I think. I expect him to come back to Liverpool 100% and, and right bang up for it to, to start scoring some goals. So I think really on Saturday, the best captain for me is is Salah. Um Kane always seems to do all right against Arsenal, um, but I just think the upside of Salah against Brighton is is slightly better than than Kane against Arsenal. So um, for that reason, I'll be on a, I'll be on Salah. Just thinking of any other noteworthy players on that list to to go for. Um, it's a bit of a worry really for Saliba for me. Um, I think just at his price um, and the points that he's got. I'll be keeping him, but he's got a got quite a tough fixture run, and he blanks in game week twelve, I believe, um, the, the week that they were meant to be playing Man City. Um, so I don't think he's necessarily a sell in Sky just just because of the points he's got and the price he is. I think you may as well just hold him, but but yeah, something to look out for. Um, on Sunday we got City at home to United. Um, and then Leeds at home to Aston Villa. I mean, for me, there's only... Well, I say there's only one captain. I think, to be honest, against United, I think it's probably quite close between Haaland and Cancelo. Um, you definitely expect Cancelo to pick up passing bonus. I mean, it's pretty predictable how United are, are going to show up, really. They're going to try and be strong uh, and sit deep defensively and then try and kill Man City on the break. Um, so you'd expect the likes of Cancelo, Diaz or whoever in that defence is playing to, to get passing bonus. And one thing to note as well, I, I, I do think that the um, Varane and Martinez defensive partnership, I know I'm a United fan so it might be a little biased, but I think they're pretty solid. 
And having watched some, well, Martinez, YouTube show reel, Twitter clips showing how good a defender he is, he actually marked Haaland entirely out of a Champions League game and kept him pretty quiet. Um, now, I'm not suggesting that for a second that that's definitely going to happen in this game, but what I am suggesting is that it could be quite a tough game for Man City, particularly Haaland. Um, I would be surprised if he scored a hat-trick in this game. Obviously, he's pretty much scored in every game he's played this season, so a goal obviously wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, a brace or a hat-trick is probably um, a bit tougher against United. So it's leaning me towards considering Cancelo. Um, ultimately, I don't think there's too much between it, but I, I do think if you own both Haaland and Cancelo, um, Sunday's a bit of a tough call. Um, as for the Leeds and Villa game, I don't think anyone's going to be captaining out of those teams. Um, one thing to say, though, obviously Kamara is quite a popular asset. I believe he's been ruled out for a few months with a with a knee injury, which is pretty unfortunate. Um, in terms of alternatives, I think I've got two um, in the main. One of them being Fofana. Um, obviously, he comes in at 7.5 million. And if he's starting for Chelsea every week, I think that's pretty incredible value. Um, but I think it remains to be seen if he's nailed in Graham Potter's team. In the first game that, that Potter had and as manager, I don't think he started for Fana. I think that was a Champions League game, wasn't it? And he, he didn't start for Fana. Um, so it's an interesting one with him. Another option is Tyler Adams for Leeds. Um, I don't have any stats to, to show you, but the guy's been on fire in, in Sky. Not necessarily in terms of attacking returns, but he has picked up bonus points pretty much every game, um, passing in, in tackles and, and the like. Um, so if you wanted to get off Kamara, I think Sunday could be, uh, and Tyler Adams could be a good opportunity to do that. Um, yeah, like I said, my two favourites. I think it's a common decision who to replace Fafana with, uh, Fafana, sorry, Kamara with. My two options that I'm considering, because I've got a bit of money in the bank as well, are um, Fafana and Tyler Adams. And then next up on Monday the 3rd, we've got Leicester at home to Forest. Um, I've actually got Harvey Barnes in my team um, because I bought him in for the United-Leicester single because of all the cancelled games um, uh, during the game week before the international break. Um, he was actually playing and a number of my other players weren't, so I just felt like keeping him. Um, I think I'm going to captain Harvey Barnes against Forrest. Personally, out-and-out best captain that day is James Madison, but as a Harvey Barnes owner, I don't think it's warranted to make a transfer for this game. Um, but I certainly wouldn't... I, I'd actually encourage people to bring in James Madison for Monday if they can and captain him. The Leicester fixture run is just ridiculous um, for the next few weeks up until when they play Man City. Um, and his underlying numbers, I went through this on an FPL video, Madison's goals against his actual underlying numbers. He's really overperforming, like his XG, etc. stats. Um, but just looking at the fixtures he's got coming up, and certainly on the eye anyway, he looks like he's pretty, pretty good. So I, I would pick Madison as my overall captain on that day. I guess the question remains, if you own Dean Henderson already, if you bought him before the international break, expecting to captain him on this game knowing that Madison is probably the best captain would I bring Madison in as well um, and I think I probably would 
just because of the run that Leicester go on after. It's not just like a, a one-game transfer with Madison. He is a he's a long-term, well, longish-term pick. Um, so yeah, I just got unlucky. Really, I feel like I've almost wasted a transfer on Dean Henderson now. I did it early, moved off Allison for Henderson, um, but it looks like Allison he's got some pretty good defensive fixtures. On like all the odd sheets uh, for like uh, clean sheet odds, I think Liverpool are top this week, um, so I think they could come good. But yeah, kind of regretting that Henderson transfer. But ultimately, who was going to know that the games would be would be cancelled and sadly the Queen would pass away? It's just it's one of those uncontrollables, isn't it? Okay, that does it for the fixtures. What I thought I would talk through next is just some um, key stats that are of interest for avid Sky fantasy football players. Um, so on the left are the average passes per player per 90. Um, usual suspects really on, on that list. I don't think there are any particular surprises. Um, Amati, kind of a surprise, but... Leicester do occasionally pick up passing bonus and he's probably played against the weaker opposition, hasn't he? So I don't think there are any particular surprises on that passing side, really. Um, obviously, the likes of Rodri, Diaz, Walker, Stones when he's played, Cancelo, they were sort of last season's favourites for, for passing anyway. The one that um, I think does stand out to me, um, and maybe later into the into the period before the World Cup, I might I might look to almost make a block Man City defence. Um, I think after that blank week um, where they don't play Arsenal, they got a really nice fixture run. And yeah, Man City are by, by far and away the best defence in the league. Um, so I do feel like um, a triple up involving Car Walker could be a way to go. Sorry about that, just needed to plug my Mac in. Um, yeah, like I was saying, I think Car Walker could be could be the player you bring in to triple up on that that City defense or, or double up. He seems to be playing every game when he's fit. I think Pep likes the security that he brings in that in that right back role. Um, and I think beyond what he was doing last season, I don't think he was when he was playing. He was necessarily getting tackle uh, not tackles passing bonus every game. But I think this season his passing numbers have really gone up, um, and he looks like a really really good pick. And then on the right, I've got average tackles per game. Now, I think the rules are slightly different in Sky compared to I've used... What stat have I used here? I've used FOTMOB um, to get my statistics here. Um, I'd recommend just going on this website and having a look, to be honest. It seems to be like the best player rating sort of live um, game tracking app that I've come across, really. Um, so I'd recommend um, people have a look at it. But yeah, what I've pulled off is uh, successful tackles per game. I guess the one thing to consider on this is that Sky doesn't necessarily um, favour successful tackles. I think you also get bonus for um, attempted tackles as well. Uh, but just looking at this, I, I wasn't really expecting um, Semedo to top the list here from Wolves. I don't know if he's played every game um, this season so far, but he's been he's been a, um, making 4.7 tackles a game. Same with Click for, for Leeds. He's, he's got some decent tackle numbers there. Fred for United, um, three tackles a game. I think the cutoff is four um, in Sky for, for the bonus. So, yeah, Fred's just missing out there. Onyeka for um, Brentford, averaging three tackles a game. I think maybe, um, I don't think he's a starter for Brentford, so maybe he came off the bench and made like three tackles in one game. 
Um, Onana, I'm pretty sure he's a new signing for Everton. Decent, decent tackling numbers. Same with Jack Colback. Um, Jal Polinia, obviously he's the, the darling in Sky at the moment, despite his suspension. I certainly won't be taking him out, by the way, even it's only a game. Um, he's right up there. Stroke from Leeds. And then Dwight McNeil from Everton. Wasn't expecting that, but yeah, that, that lends off your finishes off your top 10 um, successful tackles um, in the league this season. And the final one was something I haven't really been keeping track of, um, but it's just how many yellow cards players have picked up. I can't remember when the cutoff is for a one-match ban. Um, obviously, Polinia's hit the suspension point. He's had his five yellows, so he's, he's suspended now. I think that's just going to be how he is, really. Um, you'd almost expect a yellow card per game from Polinia just with the way that he plays. But obviously, he backs that up with, with um, consistent bonus points. Um, and he's obviously getting the odd attack and return as well. And then we've got the likes of Adam Smith and Gordon, who I don't think are particularly well-owned in Sky. Um, but something that caught up with me was Jesus. Um, he's actually on four yellow cards. Um, so, well, you know, they've got the North London derby this weekend. So it could well be feasible that Jesus, um, he could well get a yellow card in that game. Um, and then we'll be um, looking to make a transfer, I think. Considering the blank against Man City... Um, if he does get a yellow card in that 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 North London derby game, I think it's I think it's fair that you could you could get rid of Jesus. Um, Tete from Fulham again. Don't think too many people have him. Neves from Wolves. He's on four. He's not too bad a pick in Sky. I think some players might might still have him in their midfield. Um, so one to look out for. And then McAllister. He's only got three, so it's not really too much of a worry at this stage. But he's he's creeping up there towards five. I know a few players would have um, would have brought him in. So, yeah, just some players there to keep an eye on that are, uh, that are close to the yellow card um, threshold for a ban. Right, I thought I would quickly address some Twitter questions. So give me two seconds while I log into Twitter. Let's get on the Golden Goal account. Thank you, everyone, by the way. we've um, As always, we've received quite a few questions on Twitter and yeah, just just thank you all for tuning in every week, looking at the tweet and, and submitting a question. Um, yeah, really appreciate it. Okay, first up, Michael Harland. He asks, after the Brentford-Brighton game on the Friday, should I go from Tony to Mitrovic and captain him, or have you any other shouts? Let me see if I've got the uh, the fixtures to show here. No, unfortunately I don't. So, after the Brentford-Brighton game on the Friday, should he go from Tony to Mitrovic and captain him? Right. So, this is the 14th of October. Brentford have got Brighton. And then on the Saturday, um, we've got four fixtures. So, Leicester Palace, Fulham Bournemouth, Wolves Forest and Tottenham Everton. And then Brentford next play or the week after. Let me just see if there's a fixture gain there. I don't think there is. To be, to be honest, Michael, um, looking at those fixtures, I think if I had... I'm showing you the wrong screen here. Two seconds. You can see my full face. Um, I think I would go... No, I'm not sure I'd do that move. I think I'd just hold Tony. On that Saturday, Tottenham play Everton at home. Um, so if you already have a cane, or to be honest, I think 
I haven't mentioned him yet. Um, I think now is really a time to look at Hyunmin Son. I think it was, I don't know if it was a confidence thing at the start of the season, but yeah, he's off the back of a hat-trick in his last Premier League game, and then he's been on fire for Korea as well during the international break. Um, so I certainly wouldn't rule out um, Son if you don't have him for the Saturday the 15th captaincy. Um, but I don't think I would captain Mitrovic on the 15th. I think I would definitely captain a Tottenham player. Um, whether that be Kane or Son. Um, every day one six seven. Um, he's got seven point five million to cover uh, to move from John Stones. He's thinking for Farna or Zuma to cover the West Ham single game day. Is he mad? Um, let's see when that West Ham single game day is. The one thing I would comment on single game days is that bringing in a player weeks in advance for a single game day has never ever worked out for me so we're looking at West Ham playing Bournemouth on the 24th of October I think that's a bit too far away yeah just about just a bit too far away for me to be making a transfer that far ahead um, for the 7.5 million mark I think I mentioned the two players earlier but for me I really like Fafana um, it's just whether he plays um, that's the that's the question you, you've got to ask and I'll certainly be, um, so there's a Twitter account actually you can check, um, at Jump the Wave. I can't remember the, the lady's name now. Um, but yeah, at Jump the Wave. I think her name might be Emma. Um, could be wrong, sorry. But she um, she works with a number of avid fans of each of the clubs that are prone to a bit of rotation. And they predict the lineup every week. And then she combines that with some, some maths. Um, based on the, the fans' accuracies in previous weeks, and then you get a percentage of likelihood of players to start. So I'd take a look at that, um, see if how likely Fafana is to play, and if the fans are thinking that he's greater than, say, 70% to play, I think it's probably worth bringing Fafana in. Your other option, if Fafana doesn't look likely to start, I think it's Tyler Adams. Um, I just, I don't know, it feels like a rogue one for me, or maybe McAllister as well, because he covers you for the, the Brentford-Brighton game. Um, but between Tyler Adams and McAllister, you're getting consistent bonus there for a decent price. I think I actually prefer McAllister thinking about it, because he covers you for the Brentford-Brighton game. Um, but I'm not sure I'd bring in a West Ham player for a single game day in like a month's time. I just don't think it's worth it. FPL Commander, uh, Ramsdale, Saliba and Jesus, what should you do with them? When and who should I lose and in what order? Well, first of all, I think you should just absolutely keep them for the game on Saturday. Um, obviously, the North London derby is probably a game where um, Tottenham are going to score, but I just don't see any value in selling um, Ramsdale, Saliba or Jesus for that game. I think, like I said and showed, Jesus is on four yellow cards. I feel like he's going to pick one up in the North London derby, which then gives you a case to sell him. Um, so, yeah, one to consider. I, I think Jesus to um, Madison for captain on Monday, if your formation allows, is, is the move to go with that, if that if he picks up a yellow card. With Saliba, I think even with the tough fixtures in the blank, he's just worth keeping. You know, He's proved to be a bit of a goal threat. Um, he can get passing bonus here and there. Arsenal aren't too bad defensively. So I consider that. I consider just keeping him. Um, Ramsdale, a bit of a tough one, really. Um, 
like I said, I think I'd sell Jesus for Madison on the Monday. Um, what would I do with Ramsdale? You could do, it sounds a bit, uh, but you could do a goalkeeper chain. So I like the thought of, on Monday the 10th of October, Forrest have got a single game day against Villa. You could go Ramsdale to Martinez. And then the Friday after, there's a Brentford-Brighton single. So you could do Ramsdale to Martinez, Captain Martinez for the single, and then hop off, go for either Sanchez or Raya playing each other in the Brighton-Brentford game, um, and then hop on to a goalkeeper that you want long-term after that. I think that'd be what I'd do. Um, yeah, sounds like a bit of a rogue shout that, using hop-on and hop-off transfers for a keeper. But I think two transfers to cover two single game days from keepers that could get you at least saves bonus, I think could be could be worthwhile. But yeah, long-term keeper, I'm not too sure, um, really. I think I would just do that hop-on, hop-off move if it was me um, and then have a think about who I wanted long-term based on how defences are doing. I've got Henderson at the moment and I'm just not confident in him. So yeah, I was I was big on him when um he saved his penalties and whatnot, but Forrest just looked crap defensively, so I'm not not too happy with my keeper myself. Um Sky FF Sky FF Flyer. Um he asks looking at a Chelsea defender to replace Gabriel, would you go for Thiago Silva, Fafana or Koulibaly? This is a tough one. Um, I think, like, like I said about picking Fafana for a replacement earlier, I think I'd look at Jump the Wave on Twitter, see um, Fafana's like, likelihood to start and use that to, to base my decision on. I think Koulibaly is probably the one that's going to play the most minutes, but there's like a two million price difference. So I think I'd probably go Fafana, but you, you really have to wait and see on those those predicted lineups, I think, to make the decision. Uh, Gordon Bell, thoughts on a Palace double up? Um, he's got one, he's thinking of one defender and Zaha to jump on Saturday the 9th against Leeds. Yeah, I mean, Palace have probably the best, bar Bournemouth maybe, probably the best fixture run up until the World Cup. Um, they played Chelsea this game week and then they've got a pretty amazing run right up until the World Cup. I would be hesitant on the Palace defenders, I think, just because their main attraction, to me at least, was their passing bonus, um, them being able to get passing bonus. Certainly last season, they, they achieved it quite a lot. But they seem to have fallen off a little bit this season. And I personally don't like picking defenders just because they keep clean sheets. I like having the safety net of, of passing bonus. So I think I'd wait and see on Palace defence. As for Zaha, I think he's a good shout. It's just, again, for me, it's whether I'd captain him. Because I think the the play of having like Salah, two midfield enablers, big at the front, big at the back, is probably the way to go in Sky at the moment. And having someone of that value in midfield just doesn't, doesn't appeal to me personally. Um, I say that, I'm actually picking Zaha in, in FPL. I suppose just looking at the fixtures coming up, in game week 11, um, there are two games where there might people might not have coverage for. So there's Brighton Forest and then Palace Wolves. 
So if you were to bring in Zaha, I would suggest he's probably the outstanding captain on Tuesday the 18th of October. Um, so that probably makes you more inclined to do it, to be fair, in your position. I quite like that. Just seeing if there's excuse me, any other captaincy days where you could go for Zaha. Excuse me. Um, but regardless, I think that, that, that day in October, in game week 11... Um, Tuesday the 18th, I think Zaha was a pretty good captain that day. And you'll get to, well, not that it matters because you'd have bought him by then. Um, but I don't hate the Zaha move. I'm not sure I would do the Palace defenders though. Um, just because of their passing bonus um, achievements so far. One more thing I wanted to show before I end it was our Golden Goal Mini League. Um I am certainly nowhere to be seen in this. Um, I have not had a fantastic start in Sky. I'm just looking at my teams on the other screen. My first team's in 14,000th place and my second team is in 11,000th. So, yeah, I'm nowhere to be seen on this leaderboard. Um, but well done, Ewan. Um, you're top of our golden goal leaderboard and currently in line to win a packet of biscuits and a golden goal mug. So well done to you. Second, Sean Rawlings in third, a guy we talked to quite a bit, Luke um, in third. In fourth, we've got Mitchell Gregson in fifth, Ross in sixth, Joseph Robinson in seventh. We've got Mark, Martin in eighth, Glenn Murray in ninth. I think Glenn Murray might well be a guy I can recognise from Twitter as well. And then in tenth, we've got Kean McKenna. Um, so well done everyone who's in the top 10, especially you and um, you're well, quite a little bit away ahead there. So well done. Um, I hope you've not used too many transfers and you can hold that lead and, and get your biscuits. But yeah, remains to be seen. Long way to go and yeah, good luck. I think that closes things off quite nicely. I've rambled on there for about 26 minutes. So I hope um, people haven't got too bored of just my voice yapping away. Um, yeah hope you like new graphics new lighting um, be sure to like and like the video and subscribe to the channel if you enjoyed it we do a sky pod every week that there's some games um, yeah that's about it i'll see you next week hopefully with sam